0: Testing, testing, testing. All right. It's working. It's working? Yeah. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. Don't do it.
1: I I <laughs> we won't. were really
0: debating. <laughs> Should I even say? Yeah. I'm, I'm into it now, so I have to. Um, we were really debating starting this episode with Roberto reciting the lyrics to 2099 by Charlie XCX and Troy Savon. Are you too close to your mic? I don't think so. Do I look like I'm not close to it? I feel like I'm just as far as you are. Let me just get my wine. I feel like my levels are... I don't fucking know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a clue. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dearly Departed. The mini After the great... Wait. Fuck. Beyond the great. <laughs> let's, let's... let's... hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Rewind. Rewind. Skrrr. Because you forgot the name. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dearly Departed. The mini-sode. Beyond the grave. With
0: Abby and Roberto. How's that? I, I loved it. <laughs> um, I realized I've been saying with Roberto and Abby, at least in my head. Well, I think that's...
1: For those who don't know, we started this pod roughly, like, in maybe... 2017. Oh, yeah, in 2017. And I, only I think... We did, like, six episodes. We used to do... Like on the on our artwork and all on all our stuff, it was Roberto and Abby,
0: but but now it's Abby and Roberto. Now it's groundbreaking is. shift. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's been holding their breath to see which one we choose. <laughs> um, now you know. Now you know. Yeah, we're doing Abby
1: and Roberto. I think because you like the way it looks visually. I guess I think that's how Hunter did the artwork, and that's what we went with. Okay. That it felt like the universe decided, and I'm okay with that.
0: Amazing. theme song that you just heard for Beyond the Grave is done by my sister.
1: So fun. Rachel Baldwin. Check out on Spotify. We're introducing
0: last names.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Were you trying to conceal your identity? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, we might as well go forward. Give them that at. I don't want
0: anyone to know who I
1: am. Um, at Rachel K. Baldwin. I mean, I was talking about you.
0: Oh, we can do that later. (laughs) They they already know. (laughs) Realistic. Um, Yeah, Rachel and Gal Patel. Yeah. Peep their beautiful music on Spotify. We want to reflect on the beautiful life, colon, TBL. Right.
1: You know, we... Although we didn't give ourselves a time limit, we had so much storyline to get through. We had a lot of ground to cover. Exactly. So now we're just here to chat. So to start off... um, the Beautiful Life colon TBL currently holds a 21% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Abby, how? <laughs> it has a 5.7 out of 10. And that's out of 1,028 ratings. So that's even better than the Rotten Tomatoes score. I just like Do it. you think Sarah Paxton was wholeheartedly carrying that score in her limp Like, did pants? she vote
0: 1,028 <laughs> times? Is that what you're Is, that's how you want to interpret Apparently, it. Apparently 1,000 people watched. <laughs> <laughs> who also vote on IMDb? So oh my god, I'm looking at the. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm on the IMDb now, and I'm looking at pictures of the actor that plays Chris, like what he looks like today.
1: Oh wait, show me what's what's going on with the eyebrows. I think the same thing that's going on with the facial hair. Oh. Look, time hasn't been kind to everyone. He's handsome. Oh, he. Plays, he is handsome, though.
0: He plays um a doctor with a tattoo.
1: <laughs> on what?
0: I don't know. I'm just looking at this picture on his IMDb. Oh, it's um. Code Black. Never heard of is it. that a Canadian show? What is that? Is he Canadian? I don't know. Oh my god, he is. How did you know?
1: <laughs> I could sense it. You've been reading. I...
0: <laughs> You've been on IMDb. He's from Ontario. He does have a little Canadian voice, I guess. I just pegged him as from Iowa.
1: Right, right.
0: Damn, yeah, he actually went to a prestigious acting conservatory in Montreal.
1: I'll be honest with you. Did I see The Technique? Yes. In the show? Sorry. I I can't say I did. I'm
0: reading his bio now. Apparently his first professional role was under the direction of Ted Dykstra.
1: Are you familiar with Ted?
0: I just wanted to read the last name Dykstra. Got
1: it. Got it.
0: No, not landing.
1: (laughs) Not landing. (laughs) Uh, We're starting this minisode off right.
0: He was a guest star on Degrassi.
1: The Next Generation?
0: Mm. It just says "Grassy Heartland." That's a different show, I think.
1: Heartland is a different show. Yeah. Heartland stars Jesse McCartney. He was on and Zac Efron and Sarah Paxton. I think.
0: Is that also Canadian?
1: I might be lying. I might be making things up. I might be.
0: I think maybe you're thinking of Darcy's Wildlife.
1: No, I'm not. That also takes place in the. Heartland. I'm not. There's a beach-themed <laughs> show starring Jesse McCartney and I believe Zac Efron. And Lori Laughlin, as we all know, Aunt Becky and the college Scandal. Oh, that's Summerland. Because that's this summerland. Because summerland is
0: a Canadian drama series it's- starring such names as Amber Marshall, Graham Wardle,
1: Sean Johnston, Michelle Morgan. Chris Potter. This Asian is what mutant. this is what happens when we don't have notes. This <laughs> is what happens when we're left to our own devices to just chat. We don't know anything. <laughs> until- <laughs>
0: Zero knowledge going into this podcast. Zero knowledge, but so much passion. Uh, I'm in a well, ludicrously look, good mood today.
1: I feel like we had to rush through so many of our our thoughts, or opinions when when we did our our the beautiful life plot episode, but like. Think sitting here now in your delicious mood. What I love that. What are you just left with? Call my mood delicious. <laughs> what are you left with? Do you have regrets? You
0: know, it's funny that you say that because I was thinking to say regret, but I don't have any regrets because every piece of content that I consume with you, yeah, is a part of our friendship journey. It's a part of our <laughs> bonding. I think it brings us closer. You know, sharing and suffering <laughs> is a huge way to build
1: a great foundation where do you think the beautiful life went wrong the cinematography okay okay um, I, I would think, say maybe the editing i think maybe th- allowing Misha barton to speak everything about the beautiful life was working for me for the first 10 minutes yeah well, we were both super into the first 10 minutes it was a really good intro i i mean i love and then they Miguel gave Tortorella. the characters more dialogue i really
0: i actually really i enjoyed model spice I enjoyed Bossy Spice. I felt frustrated with the role that they gave to Corbin Blue because there wasn't a lot of space for him to like flex his acting muscles and really show right. us what he's capable of. And you. I know, hear he didn't you. sing, he didn't dance, he didn't jump rope. Um
1: I will say I loved Misha's non acting. Um, I found her scenes to be quite enjoyable. They always brought a smile to my face. She's really pretty. She's I, very beautiful. I was
0: watching a clip of her on the hills, and her delivery is the same. <laughs> she... Like, the way that she talks. So, Because I, I had never seen Misha Barton in anything before. Yeah. So this was my first exposure to her. So maybe she's actually bringing authenticity to
1: the role. That's like definitely just... a word.
0: <laughs> well, because on the hills, you know, she's... There's no acting, no script. It's all real. Excuse me. <laughs> it's one hundred percent raw documentary.
1: You know I love the hills footage. I haven't I haven't forced myself to watch the reboot though, because is not on it, you know, and if Lauren Conrad is not on it. It's then... because she's so much happier now writing cookbooks. You're so right. Is that what she does? I think so, sure. So The Beautiful Life. So we we were a little underwhelmed, right? We loved the first ten minutes, but I then, mean, I was. But then the show kept going. I was whelmed. sure. Um, just reading some reviews, Carly Coop of Common Sense Media. This is what she had to say: It kind of, it's kind of like a garment that looks stylish and expensive, but in reality, it isn't very well made. It might sell, but it probably won't last.
0: Would you agree? No, I think that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look expensive. <laughs> Nothing about the show
1: looks expensive. I'm sure she's she talking, about, was is she talking about like the marketing. Maybe, but in in a piece I'm going to talk about in a little bit, that is apparently where someone from the the Beautiful Life Golden GBL team feels it all went wrong.
0: The marketing, yes, because it was mismarketed because it was sold as something that it wasn't. So so people who chose to watch it were looking for something that
1: they didn't receive. But That's your interpretation, but... Who
0: who was looking for what the show actually gave? <laughs> you know? <laughs> who was looking for that? Um, uh. Was Misha Barton expensive? I don't... I'm like, I'm not even... I'm really not trying to
1: come for Misha Barton. Like, I, I just don't know anything about her. I, I mean, Misha... I mean, the OC Women was a big deal. Women are criminally underpaid. Um, the OC was a big deal. I've watched the oh, first right, episode of the OC. OC. It's... Quote me, one of the worst hours of television I've ever forced myself to sit. Pilot, you just lost
0: us half of our (laughs) constituency. I hope you understand that.
1: I will say what I did
0: love. Do you not feel like OC fans and people who can tolerate us (laughs) have like a huge like the Venn diagram? Like, there's nobody, there's nobody in the circle that's people that can tolerate us.
1: There's only people in the middle. Who also are OC fans. Like Misha Barton, I can only bring authenticity to this podcast. Right, right. I'm not going to pretend to be an OC fan. It's not something I can do. I just feel like it's the I kind of do. thing that you would like. I mean, me too. That's why I sat down and watched it.
0: Can somebody tweet at me and let me know if I should be watching, be watching as it's currently <laughs> on TV? Um, can somebody tweet at me? And, and let me know if I should watch One Tree Hill. It's just really... I think
1: we should watch One Tree Hill. That's when I'm supportive But of. the
0: problem with that is then we have to take the time to watch One Tree Hill and we can't cover it on the podcast because it has like seven fucking seasons. You know
1: I've seen one of the stars of One Tree Hill at a gym I used to work at. It was very exciting for me because it's like, what is this man doing at a timeshare resort in Orlando, Florida? The act. No, I shouldn't say. But it was very... It wasn't Chad Michael Murray. It wasn't Chad Michael so Murray. So I don't care. I didn't say that. But it was like, this man looks hunky. Yeah. This man looks familiar. I peep at his name and I'm like, oh my God. Did you watch One Tree Hill? It was no, on? so that's why I couldn't tell him I was a fan because that would be a lie. And you never do that. Because you're so authentic, right? Of course, yes. Keep up. Thank you. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> um, oh, but you know what I do love? What? <laughs> the Netflix original series Girl Boss did an episode dedicated to the OC and that was a really fun episode. <laughs> Sorry, you watched Netflix's Girl Boss? This is like a Look, I like Britt Robertson. This is like a
0: like a red flag. This changes everything. You you and four other people watched that. It only had one season.
1: Correct. It was breezy. Oh my god.
0: I'm just saying. Okay. And that that's the conceit We'll put it of this on the pod. list. I think people would love to hear us talk about fashion, you know? <laughs> I feel like they want to hear our opinions on that. At least if they also watch The O.C.,
1: you know, those people. So yes, Misha Barton was a big deal, I think, to CW executives. I mean, I think most of the cast, right? It's like, oh my god, Misha Barton and Sarah Paxton really and Corbin Bleu? Is that her birth name? Which one? Name, Misha Barton. Oh, I'm sure. She's authentic. Sarah Paxton. Abigail. It's an okay name. <laughs> but okay, reviews aside, I was really excited because when we came up, well, when we were deciding what to do for our Beyond the Grave episode, and we settled on just, you know, discussing. The beautiful life more in depth. I was I was doing a little research. You know, I'm all about research.
0: I've noticed that. I about love you. being
1: prepared. You um, love
0: reading and studying. That's right. That's right. Highlighters and trapper uh, keepers. Do you know what that is? <laughs> it's like a fancy word for a binder.
1: I want that on a crop top. Did you
0: ever have those little like plastic stickers that you use to reinforce the holes in your loose leaf? Paper? Absolutely.
1: What you want me to fuck, Do you think Ruby, my mother, would send me out into the world without stickers for my pages or so they wouldn't rip?
0: Well, are you criticizing my mother? Because she never bought me that shit.
1: I would never criticize Al. Not even in private.
0: Maybe she did. I could see that being something that she bought for me that I, like, looked at and, like, put in a drawer because I'm not gonna take the time to, like, that seems like you. lovingly put tiny
1: little stickers on each of the individual holes of my loose leaf. But you only have to put a sticker in the middle one to keep it in. <laughs> you are so fucking brilliant. My
0: God. You're so, I would never have thought about that. I mean, really, I would have done the top and bottom. Because you don't want the page to, like... That's
1: the difference between you and me at the end of the day. But you don't want the page to be, like, hanging by a, a thread, you know, hanging by the middle. I wasn't putting stickers on for aesthetic reasons, Abby. Mm, that explains how you dress. <laughs> <sighs> What's going on? <laughs>
0: Look, I saw an opportunity and I took it. It's ironic because you mostly wear my clothes. Exactly. So I, I, I love what you wear.
1: <laughs> so I found a delicious, like your mood, article if you want to call it that, on MTV.com. Yeah, from journalism, two thousand nine. Yeah, great year. Titled "Exclusive." bad year. <laughs> Exclusive. A beautiful life insider spills details on the series cancellations and <gasps> racy plot lines. We're about to learn- Wait, there, what... were,
0: there were racy plot lines?
1: We're about to learn what was going to happen. <gasps> oh, <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> what was supposed was to- Was there going to be actual sex? Are you ready? I'm tingling. Okay, so first, this this insider, we never know who it is, they blame the show's cancellation on marketing.
0: Because of the nudes?
1: No. The nudes are delicious. Yeah. The marketing was great. It did not represent the show, but the marketing was really fun. We'll have to yes. post it. They blame. So, first of all, this they, person sounds bitter. It was not after Gossip Girl, I was wrong. Oh. It was Tuesday nights after another new show. Tuesday's not a great night. It's not a good night. After the reboot of Melrose Place, which I watched because I love all things Dino to a No Melrose Place related. Yeah. So, apparently, they just poured all their marketing money into Melrose Place. Yeah. And did it work? I mean, Melrose Place also got canceled after one season oh we will don't worry okay so so that's that's and then apparently it was leaked to the press before they told producers so producers found out like via the hollywood reporter that their show got canceled as they were filming the next episode that hurts i'm sure so here are some plot lines first the first one we already know who is sonia's baby daddy richard we know this um did you feel like that was oh mcpherson's husband a good twist. I felt like it
0: came out of left field because we found out he was the baby daddy in the same episode we were introduced to him. Right. I think if we had had a couple more episodes to see his relationship with Claudia, and see who he was before we found out about the affair and the baby, it would have hit way harder.
1: I agree with you. Number two, why was Reyna's father in prison? I so heard, like laundering, or something. we were both right. It's the Russian mob. We were both right? You were right. It's the Russian mob. But you were worried that you were just assuming. Oh, I
0: love when I assume <laughs>
1: and I'm right. He was arrested for racketeering. <laughs> I have no
0: idea. <laughs> I just whispered, what does that mean? <laughs> Wait, what see. are we feeling about ourselves? If I saw that man on the street,
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> I do not know who that is. I don't
0: know what racketeering is.
1: For anyone in the audience... No one is surprised that we don't know what that means. Nobody thinks that we're surprised. Like us. <laughs> I
0: don't know why I'm acting like I'm letting a bunch of people down.
1: Uh, but do you know the best part? We just posted an Instagram post that referred to us as brilliant. Uh. Imagine if this whole time we
0: had like extensive legal knowledge and like spoke Latin.
1: It, it just refers to... Not that racketeering is a Latin word. To a common... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to think that I think that. Oh my gosh. It just refers to a common definition for like organized criminal mob type activity. So
0: basically what you're saying is that the writers don't even know what you want to do. Or a
1: them. way to earn money illegally, whatever. Yeah, so okay. it, a criminal operation. Move on, I want to know okay. who's going to Okay, fuck. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is the big one. We were right. It's just a faster plot line than we anticipated. Okay. So as we know, we did anticipate that Model Spice would go into a life of crime with Alex. Did we anticipate that? Well, we talked about it, how that's what we wanted. Oh my god. And then she would spiral, and then she would be brought back to reality by Alex sacrificing himself for her.
0: Is that exactly what was going to happen?
1: Well, Alex does in fact die. He does. He does. Holy shit! There was gonna be deaths. So put the show back on TV now. <laughs> ten years later, Alex does get murdered for her. I did.
0: Uh, it's so you don't know if we were right. Like once again,
1: conjecture. Does it say that Marissa? Oh, no, he does involved. Uh, no, I was well. Huh. Look, I was explaining what we thought. Okay, and I was saying that the end result is the same. Alex is dead. Okay. Right, and we totally guessed that that would happen. Yes, I he that, is murdered by Reyna's Spax's ex-boyfriend, Dimitri. Oh my god, she has a Russian ex-boyfriend? Absolutely. Not only that, number four on this list is, did Chris, aka Clark Kent, have to sleep on the floor? Or did he get to have a model slumber party in Rena's bed? Apparently, by episode seven, him and Rena do the deed.
0: So I guess that reveals that they weren't having sex already and they just weren't showing it to us. Um, okay, but who's endgame?
1: Number five on the list. Cole. Cole. Cole is endgame. Cole and Sonia hook up.
0: Oh, I mean I, I could see that coming.
1: On episode in episode seven as well. So episode seven was gonna be like Left Field. This sex episode, I guess. I
0: mean, I, I get that they had like he really cared about her, like that was an established relationship. But episode seven was two episodes after he was hung up on Reina.
1: And in that and episode... And also
0: dating Gal Gadot.
1: It was going to feature Nico walking in a Lacoste show. Lacoste. These name drops.
0: Once again, not underwear. Right. Um, So do we know who was Endgame? Like, who was Spax going to end up with? No, that's it. Damn. So... As disappointing after its death as it was on <laughs> TV... <laughs>
1: So her brother dies, she fucks Clark Kent. Cole and Sonya hook up. I guess those are the only things we didn't know. But She's definitely older than him, so that's fun. Do you feel like these, and oh, and the insider claims that had the show been allowed to explore these plot lines, fans would have been hooked.
0: What I do you have to that say? That, to they that. Would say that I love that they would say that. I do think, yeah, I give it one more episode, and I really would have been hooked for sure.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I definitely wasn't ready for it to end. No. <laughs> At the end of the day, these writers in two thousand nine worked hard to give us a show about the nitty gritty life of modeling. Whether that's what was produced in the end.
0: At the end of the day, I Ashton enjoyed Ashton
1: Kutcher poured his heart and soul. Oh my god, that Ashton Kutcher video. We didn't even talk about it. Do you
0: think it's it. semi-autobiographical? No. So <laughs> on- Which character <laughs> do you feel like he would say is most like himself?
1: Cole. So um, on the YouTube page that- Where you can watch every episode of The Beautiful Life Cole in TBL, Ashton Kutcher dropped a grainy webcam video of him begging fans. Not begging.
0: I would say urging with- Gravitas. He's a man who deserves respect. He doesn't beg.
1: In 2009, yeah. He was really trying to get a grassroots movement to yeah. bring the show no
0: back. No money from big business. <laughs> he was going to build up the beautiful life grassroots for the people
1: by the people. Well, and we were going to get the show back on TV. If I'm not wrong, I think he was trying to do like he so I, I guess he was trying to crowdfund. He he was trying to get I think the web sh- the show like produced as a web show like almost like have a life of its own on on the web
0: yeah which if it had happened now 10 years later maybe he would have had success doing that like he would have been able to get the show online if there were enough viewers but i mean i i mean i don't did we even look at the number of views on youtube
1: no
0: but we should probably look because people definitely are watching it on youtube i mean if it's free and it's online like people are gonna watch that shit
1: Uh, has big names like misha
0: barton sarah paxton corbin blue nico tortorella gal gadot Elle (laughs) mcpherson
1: the best part is i have your voice ringing in my ear i mean always but
0: Mm. ringing that's nice (laughs) 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 that's a really nice way to put it yeah
1: echoing yeah um like a wind chime sure well the pilot has i'll I'll finish my thought in just a moment but the pilot has a million views on youtube Ooh. But not enough to bring, like, put the show on air. I mean, if every single one of those million people get one dollar. Then they can produce, I guess, maybe two episodes. I don't know how much it costs to produce a show. Can't even pretend. What I was saying we was. Don't, we don't. Know. <laughs> when we were recording our. My
0: voice haunts you. Your, right. Your voice. My shrill, shrieking. Your
1: voice that sometimes morphs into my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. Saying that we should really come at this show with positivity and excitement. Was I, have I been too mean? I'd like, do we delete? Like, I don't know, I'm feeling like, I, I truly... Just in this mini-sode, we've been a little, maybe more critical. I truly feel positively about my experience of watching The Beautiful Life. I take pleasure in
0: most of the TV that I watch and I don't turn my nose up at anything that, you know, I think could have been better. Um, it 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 was what it was. I enjoyed it. There were fun costumes, statement necklaces. Do you
1: think beautiful people? You're better off now. Now that you have that pop culture knowledge of having sat through. Um, I've. Are we trying to better ourselves? Is that
0: the point of this? <laughs> Am I supposed to have learned something? Um, no, no, I don't. But I, but I do feel closer to you.
1: Oh. Or about the same. (laughs) I feel like we kind of plateaued somewhere in the last six months. Are you saying there's no way we can be closer friends? I guess if we got a smaller bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you have just outed us (laughs) to the entire world.
0: I didn't say it was an air mattress. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying is we need to make money off this podcast so we can get a fucking bed frame. (laughs) Look, and a goddamn mattress.
1: Look, do we share a room? Yes. Do we sleep on an air mattress? Yes. Are these podcast mics still propped up on books and cardboard boxes? Yes.
0: Look, it's episode two. We have to start from the bottom. We have to have that rags to riches story. We're
1: living the Hollywood dream.
0: I want to say that, that once again, my mic is propped on <laughs> um, A Savage X Fenty box from the lingerie I bought myself. Um, A Target box from our Target housewarming registry that we did when we moved into our apartment to get people to buy us free stuff. Um, And then once again, Long Walk to Freedom, Nelson Mandela. And then then a biography of Bob Dylan that I read like a third of.
1: It was good. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Well, look, I see no better way to end this Hot ass recording session, hot ass mess recording session. Then I like just hot ass. Then with our predictions, this is something that you enjoyed from when we recorded around the first time. Shows that we thought shows from the current twenty nineteen to twenty twenty ish
0: shows that we think are going to get canceled.
1: Yes, that may possibly the cool thing be featured
0: when we previously did this podcast. It's it's since been deleted
1: for obvious reasons. Um, Do you remember any of the shows that you predicted? Well, would get I canceled? predicted
0: that Siren would get canceled. And then we started watching Siren and <laughs> loved it. And now Siren has been renewed for season three. So what I'm saying is I don't know shit and my predictions are bad.
1: <laughs> you also predicted... Um, that one with the plane crash? Manifest, which is about to start season two. Damn. I, the only one I remember... I don't know.
0: I shouldn't be a TV executive.
1: ...that I predicted was Rookie...
0: I don't nope. know what that is.
1: It's it's like Nathan Fillion from Firefly and he's like oh. a middle aged man who's starting his like I'm, starting yeah, a just police career. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter.
0: <laughs> um, we, I think we both we both agreed that the um, that the Heathers TV show and we they were did right about was that was gonna get cancelled and we were right about that.
1: So what do you what are you bringing us today? What are well, your Well I think
0: that one that comes to mind Is that one with the three sisters who have the same father because he was a fertility doctor who, like, inseminated, like, hundreds of women.
1: Almost family. Almost family. Emily Osment, Brittany Snow. Yeah. And another stunning actress.
0: I'm going to say that it looks like a flop to me personally. But I'm often wrong.
1: Well, you did think it was a half-hour comedy, despite it being a full-hour family drama From the NBC. trailers.
0: The trailers really made it look like a, a sitcom to me. <laughs> and I'm told that it's not. The The pilot is on
1: Hulu, actually. We can watch it. But we won't. We really might. <laughs> 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 what do you mean we won't? We have Siren to watch. We have Hellraiser 2 to well, watch.
0: It's spooky season. We've been watching horror movies. Probably at the end of the month, we, should, we can do a mini-sode, like...
1: Following up.
0: Talking about the the horror movies that we've been watching and like our favorites. Oh, and... I thought we were talking about the shows. Oh, we'll, we'll follow up. Look, when Almost Family gets cancelled, <laughs> you'll hear me cackling on the pod. Finally write about something.
1: I think that the new ABC show Emergence, that would be my prediction. But didn't you say it was getting positive reviews? Um, I think I got, like, a 90-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Isn't that good? I guess. But hear you, me out. Hear what me you out. What you guess that? Hear me that was out. was, like, the
0: highest grade I ever got in school. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hear me the fuck out. Yeah. I've been saying this for months. Since I was sleeping on Margo's couch. I've been listening for months. <laughs> for sure. The promo... So, it's, it's that actress from Fargo season one she played like a police officer and I think got a bunch of award buzz I don't know her name Allison maybe she reprises her role not as the Fargo character but just as a police officer and like in resurgence in emergence
0: okay (laughs) is it a spin-off of Fargo no it's not because Fargo is really good apparently
1: yeah okay so but she just plays another police officer.
0: Oh, so it's not the same role. She's it's not, not reprising. Same. She's just also playing a cop. Correct. Okay, well, you can't use the word reprising. Oh,
1: let me be. <laughs> <laughs> she plays a cop. Yeah. Who, she lives in a sleepy oink, oink. coastal town. And there's a plane crash. Much like Manifest. Wait, there's no plane crash in Manifest. Ignore that. We're... Ugh, I'm going to have to edit Wait, this that, whole ass mess. I don't...
0: What do you mean? <laughs> we sound ridiculous. What are you talking about? Okay. Your insecurities are talking. Okay, you're... Also, you're there's right. definitely a plane crash in, in Manifest. Manifest? Where the plane disappears and That's reappears what it five That's what the plot is. Fuck, so why in, do we
1: know? Why do we know? In Emergence? I need
0: space in my brain for other things.
1: In... You should read more. In... <laughs> <laughs> tweets. In Emergence, there's a plane crash mm-hmm. in this coastal town. She... The police are called. Of course, she rolls up. And then there's a little girl, of course, unscathed, just, like, sitting in the crash site. And she seems to have superpowers. Okay. And she may or may not be an alien, but she decides to start staying with the police officer. That's, like, the plot of the show. This
0: show sounds like something
1: that should have come out, like, five years ago. Well, the so all of the promos are really funny because it's just, like, a paperclip spinning and then immediately, like, hooking onto something magnetic. And that's and, supposed to be her And then it's just magic? emergence. And you're like, but what is the show about? And then it's like there was another promo that made I mean, me
0: magnets aren't alien that
1: made me laugh out loud. It was like an old man sitting and he's like popping a pill or something, like taking his his medication, and the little girl just looks at him and is like, that's not working. <laughs> Emergence. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, what? Wait, what is so the show she's about? She's morose and she knows how to use <laughs> magnets. <laughs> It just sounds
0: like something that it feels like. Once again, it just sounds like something that should have come out before, like
1: like someone was watching Stranger Things and was like,
0: "Oh yeah, how do
1: we, how do we tap in on this like young girl with superpowers?" Right, right. Yeah, look, this show could be amazing. I will say, it looks like it has a budget. Sometimes that's all you need. the 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 leading actress got Emmy buzz, so she's clearly talented. Probably no. So I leave you with that.
0: So, follow us um, <laughs> on Instagram, dearly departed the pod. Follow me on Twitter at grimyhag, G R I M Y H A G, with the at symbol before it. Sign sealed delivered. Do you not
1: want those Insta follows?
0: Well, I told them to follow our thing, and I'm sure through following dearly departed the pod, they'll find
1: They'll me. maybe stumble upon Cool Ghoul Abbey. With my 1000 plus. I don't know. I just feel like you'd maybe do better, like if you had a consistent brand. That's all I have to say.
0: What would my brand be?
1: Just at Grimy Hag on all accounts, like me at Robo Glam Jam. Oh my god! Wait,
0: do you think Grimy Hag? Do you think I should?
1: Now I'm just like really like (laughs) you just opened a door. Like you think that should be my ad. I think as a writer, I think as a podcaster, consistency is key. As an artist, this changes everything for me. I think you have to. You're gonna have to sit down, do the work on yourself. And decide whether you want to publicly be known as Grimy Hag or Cool Ghoul Abbey. And with that, folks, tune in next time for a hot, fresh, (laughs) canceled, (laughs) stale show. It's going to be a blast.
0: Um, Should we tease that we are
1: doing no 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 teaser well i thought we should tease and then you <laughs> told me that we shouldn't tease i
0: was just gonna tease i wasn't gonna say what it well, was w- let me
1: hear your tease i may edit my it out my tease
0: is it's reality tv it's
1: not a great tease you want to try again <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you so much for listening <laughs> we love every single one of you